we wish that indeed for you. Welcome to More Than Money. We hope the good Lord is with you wherever you may be this morning, wherever you may go this morning, whatever road you may be on this morning. He was with me this morning Mm -hmm. on 22 as a uh, convoy of state police officers went past me. The operative word is past Mm -hmm. me as opposed to stopped with me. So that was and did not meet up with me. <laughs> no, no, no. Alyssa was free and clear. Phew. And, and uh, yes, indeed. So may the good Lord be with you as well throughout today. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, we'll see you in Easton a little bit later at the Children's Home of Easton for the Christmas party. Uh, I know Bobby Gunter Walsh is going to head over there a little later this morning. I'll go over a little later this morning. I think Tony Ionelli is going to go over. A little later this morning, I expect Dan Holzman will be there and other uh, assorted folks who are literally uh, of no value whatsoever. Not in this event. Mm. It's not about us. No. It's about the kids. Well, I think it means something to the kids to see special guests. Oh, I, yeah. I think it's. I think it means a lot to the kids to see guests. I don't think there's anything special about us. I think the kids are amazing. And, and I have told the story a number of times on air. Um, so we'll just give it a number. <laughs> number 17. Last year, I almost walked away with uh, two new little ones to come live with us. and <laughs> That would have been amazing. How? That'd be crazy. That'd be right now. We'd be talking about our one-year anniversary with two little ones. And <laughs> Diane would be uh, um, upping her. Uh, efforts to uh, Diane, if that is her real name, uh, upping her efforts to uh, uh, punish me for <laughs> all the <clears throat> rightly so. It's just so uh, Saturday mornings. You're at the 67-story tower of the iHeart Media Tower, huh? Could you lean way out of the window? Just you know, check the weather. Check the weather. Lean a little further. <laughs> she tried that at the Grand Canyon. Oh, no, seriously. Every time we stop, you know, it's a good picture. But if you took a step backwards, I think that would be, ooh, what a picture. Ooh. I know. It's dreadful. You would never do that to Zach. No. Zach's a great guy. Yes, he is. I mean, not that I would. I mean, maybe I would date him. I don't know. He's kind of my kind of guy. (laughs) Welcome to more than money. Welcome to, um, gosh, a wonderful Saturday morning, especially compared to a couple days ago. Oh, what a mess. Yep. Although black ice, black ice, black ice, be very, very, very careful. Uh, I know, Alyssa, you had a couple little wiggles with your car on the way in. Yeah, you could just feel it. Where it, And I know those roads well enough, mm. you know, that I know when to be extra cautious. So I live in the country and there's a couple of spots where I cross bridges that go over the Bushkill Creek and mm. they're always slick. The approaches and the, you know, the little stretches of road right after. Yeah. So I have to be careful. Be this very is careful. that time of year when I really hate having a teenage driver because it makes me oh, very nervous. Of course. Because there's a hundred ways for it to go horribly wrong. Not any of their fault. Right. And you know how teenage boys are. They think hmm. that they've got, I've got hmm. this. I've yeah. got this. I got this. My car's good in the snow. I've yeah. got this. Yeah. It's not the snow. Nope. It's the stopping part. <laughs> yep. It's the slick part. Makes me um, nervous. As as well, true. And it's not just teenage boys, because as I uh, shared with Alyssa before I came <laughs> on air this morning, just a mile or two from my house, I had already hit black ice two or three times. And as my heart rate was starting to drop a little below 2,000 beats a minute 
Because as soon as you hit that, mm. as soon as the, the back end of your car lets loose, you go, <gasps> yeah. And then the second time you go, come on, this isn't fair. Uh, I had a, uh, what's the right term? It's a, it's a medical term. I don't think it's oh, a yeah. radio friend. No, term. no, it is. No, it's a medical term. Um, oh yeah. Idiot. There was an idiot who decided on a straightaway on, on a back road to pass me. And I'm going, it's all yours. What do I mm. care? I'm going to, you're nuts. And not half a mile. He was off the road and I slowed down, stopped and asked him if I could help. And he explained to me that, <laughs> He did not find my assistance necessary. <laughs> I like the way you described that. He yeah. explained to yes. you he, was, he did not find your assistance necessary. And uh, In two it, words. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Well said. Draw your own conclusions. He's a conclusions. man of few words. <laughs> yes. Draw your own conclusions. <laughs> so be very, very, very careful. And Alyssa's absolutely right. The overpasses, the bridges... And the, especially if the on-ramps are concrete, Oy, yeah. crazy. So be very, very, very cautious out there. Best thing you should do for the next couple of hours, wait for it to warm up, stay right where you are, listen to more than money. Is it going to warm up? Oh, I'm, I'm hopeful. I hope so, too. But it is. I mean, for December, gosh, it's a gorgeous day out there, and we're getting really close to Christmas. Uh, Diane, if that is her real name, is celebrating uh, her 29th birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, <laughs> on Tuesday. So if you are either a uh, Facebook friend, a LinkedIn connection, uh, a texting person, a, a, a um, emailer, a home jailer, uh, something, <laughs> um, and you want to reach out to her and wish her happy birthday, I know she would appreciate that. So we're looking forward to that. And, of course, Christmas is coming nigh on. Now, next Saturday, what is that's the Christmas Eve? Yes. Uh, Gene will be flying solo next week because Alyssa has lots to do on Christmas Eve. She just found out. So she gave me one of those wife looks like in the future, fella, if you're going to announce something, clear it through me first. That was, it was an interpretation. That's what I was seeing. Just that's, I've been married a long time. I know how to interpret wife, wifely looks. And, uh, I explained to Zach the last time I saw him that, uh, she may be married to Zach, but I still get the wife look. And he goes, huh? I get it. <laughs> Please, fella. What do you want? Sympathy from me? Huh. Actually, he didn't say any of that. No. He, he's like, hey, lucky boy. Something <laughs> like that. If you would like to join us this morning, we answer all manner of questions that are important to you. That makes us the most relevant financial show on radio today. By the way, I've been laying claim to that, what, now about six weeks? have had zero challenges. There's nobody out there going, hey, wait a second. I think we're more relevant. I, I think when we record our show, when we put our show in the can and we keep saying every three minutes, call the 800 number. Operators are standing by. Yeah, that doesn't make you relevant. Mm -mm. Annoying, but not relevant. But relevant is answering questions that are important to you. Hence the word relevant, relevant to the audience. So if you have questions for us, 610-720-7900. Uh, Dawn's little boy, Johnny, answers the phones. Make sure that you are set up and square. Hands that off to Alyssa and or Jean. And we answer your questions to the very best of our ability. Uh, 780 years of experience at your service and yes it's a mystery and we had the question on the pbs show 
uh, two weeks ago about how is it that it's still 780 years. Mm-hmm. Apparently this gentleman's been listening to the radio show since we started mm. 20 plus years ago. Right. So he's and like, you should be over 800 right it, now. That's what he's saying. And I'm going, hey, suck it up, buttercup. It's a, it's a, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. <laughs> Goodness. 610-720-7900. Be the first. Break the ice. All, icebreaker is always appreciated. Yes. Even when the questions are iffy. They're still appreciated. It's the icebreaker. Uh, send us emails, Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com, or Gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com. And, of course, you can always access our show wherever you have um, access to the Internet. You mm-hmm. Smartphone, laptop, tablet, it doesn't matter. And all you have to do is go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com. More than moneyonline.com. My headset is giving me a hard time this morning. Mm. Yeah, I have a lot of sympathy over there. Mm. Yeah. I'm having a hard, really hard time. Eh, well, suck it up, buttercup. Well, ah, I mean, well. with 800 or 780 years of experience, you can get that. I should, out. I'm I should not probably, worried. I wasn't worried about you. Ah, that's 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 a very polite explanation for <laughs> oh my god, I gotta handle that crap too. I gotta run the show and worry about Gene. G E N E at askmtm.com, more than money online.com. Hit the listen live button, hit the ask Gene button. You are fully, fully, fully engaged. Uh, interesting week indeed. Craziness in the markets. Ugh. Talk about lots of volatility, lots of ups and downs. Uh, Chairman Powell of mm-hmm. the Federal Reserve. Such a lovely man, always there to help. Always, ah, oh, look at the Irish. Ah, oh, what a lovely man. Yeah, right. He's on TV talking. I'm like, shut up, shut up, stop talking. It's <laughs> not unlike when President Biden comes on air. Exactly. Just, really? just, just make it quick. Just say thank you to the world, and and I gotta go. Questions? No, don't answer any questions. No, no. you're not prepared to answer any questions anyway. So, uh, and he wouldn't stop. Powell would not stop. No. And so lots of issues going on. Interestingly enough, um, inflation is moderating. Mm. Interestingly enough, interest rates are moderating, although there is an inverted curve, which for a lot of you, what? If you're not clear about inverted curves, you might want to talk to us. That's an interesting topic to talk about. 610-720-7900. But concerns about recession, concerns about soft landings, concerns, concerns, concerns. Gosh, like there's never been concerns before. Yeah, yeah, it's frustrating to see the extreme reactions, especially because we've been talking about these same issues for, it feels like, forever. So it's like, didn't we already react to this? Why do we need another drop? Why another crazy day? Yeah, it's frustrating. Frustrating. Um, I think one of the pieces of news that, spurred reaction besides Chairman Powell's comments was the November consumer spending number being weaker than hoped for, right? So let's hope that December's retail sales knock it out of the park. (laughs) Everybody go shopping. (laughs) Shop till you drop. Is that the, is that the appropriate phrase? Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes, indeed. Uh, There's always reasons for concerns. Uh, The folks that I find most amusing are the ones who, and by the way, they cover the full spectrum from children who have no knowledge, and, and ignorance is, is curable, 
we can we can mm-hmm. educate them to uh, uh, apparently seniors who have no memories. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's never been this bad. It's the world has never been this bad. Seriously, um, you you don't remember the the nineteen sixties? Mm-hmm. Um, they killed Jack Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy, Martin Luther King. We sent fifty five thousand young men and women to their end in Vietnam. It it was a horrific time. Oh, it's never been this bad. Because the consumer price index was down a little? Suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> Apparently the phrase of the day. Yeah, Apparently. I think that's like the third time we've used it. Eh, it could be more often. It uh-huh. could happen. Just checking, just checking, just checking. We're good. 610-720-70. 900. Here's a quick one. Are you ready for a quick one? Are you, yeah. are you, are you geared? Yeah. Yep. I have $50,000 sitting in a 3% account with Ally Bank. Citibank is offering 4% for 12 months. Is this a good deal for the next 12 months? <laughs> it's not a bad deal. There's slightly better opportunities for 12 months. I'm surprised you started there. I mean, I, I agree with everything you just said. But you're uh, you're 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 pretty pretty consistent with it depends. Yeah. Why would it depend? It depends on what your goal is. If you want um, something that's completely safe and only for a year, mm-hmm. then that's not far off. From, you know, if you were looking for you know, more growth opportunity, something that would involve more risk than 4% might not be enough for you. It's That's why I guess it would depend. Oh, very good. Very good. Um, yeah, folks are asking now more than ever about interest rates. There for the longest time, interest rates were so low everywhere. Nobody asked. Mm-hmm. Now they're going, wait a second. I noticed I have a 3%. I used to get 03 Hey, is there a 4%? Apparently there is. Is there a four and a half for six months out there? Someplace. Sure. So for lots of folks who are going, hmm, uh, squeezing out another 1% on 50 grand is 500 bucks. That is real money. That's, you know, that's maybe Christmas gifts next year. Maybe Mm -hmm. whatever. That's, it's real money. Set of snow tires on a black ice day. That's, that's real money. So is there a reason to do that if you have no other need for the money? Knock yourself out. That's good stuff. (laughs) Yeah, and we can get even more um, in brokerage CDs right now, so it's even more real money. Uh, (laughs) Even more more real money. Even realer money. (laughs) (laughs) We'll make a note of that, (laughs) and we'll fix that on the edit. (laughs) Wait a second. There's no edit? Live. Yeah, that's what that means. Mm-hmm. 610-720-7900. Children's Home of Easton Party um, starts broadcasting at noon. Uh, it'll be broadcast until 1. It's my understanding that the doors are will open over there a little after 11. John's, John's shaking his head because he and I both know mm-hmm. that we don't know. <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be a little after 11. So if you're planning on joining the party, you might want to show up there around 11.30. I think that's that's probably a good... Oh, John's going to check on that. Uh, I think that's probably a good target, 11.30. Get a good sense of um, um, of the festivities and and uh, and all the good that you have done. The generosity that you have uh, exhibited is breathtaking. 
Um, you heard us announce last week on on uh, our show that our drive around Christmas event with Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus and the uh, and the elf uh, in rainy, drizzly, yucky <laughs> weather uh, was spectacular. With folks who had um, so many of you had helped us raise matching money before we started. We had twenty five hundred dollars of matching money. We hoped that we would raise twenty five hundred dollars to match that. And then we were committed as uh, our More Than Money um, team to match it again, double-double. So we were hoping against hope to, if if everything fell into place that we would have about $7,500 to uh, add to the effort. And it ended up, hmm, as I recall, somewhere around 19000 <laughs> bucks. That's right. 19010 as of yesterday, mm-hmm. as, as of last Saturday morning, and then we have received additional, thank you very much, additional um, contributions this week as well. So you guys are amazing, just amazing. Um, The impact that will be seen today, and uh, John has confirmed the doors open at 1145. So if you're heading over, please uh, plan on arriving about that time. Um. The impact is just going to be, just starting to be felt today. You can't measure, unless you listen to the interviews throughout the Radiothon, you can't measure the impact on a child who has never gotten a Christmas gift Hmm. to receive a Christmas gift. And not just a gift, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different gifts, all from people that they have never met all from people who care and have love in their heart and compassion in a child's life that has never felt any of that and to have that uh, demonstrated to them so clearly on one day, pretty amazing. And then you add everything else that goes with it. And as many of you have noted, uh, we raise a fair sum of money, um, a fair sum more than we need for the children's home party, et cetera. But it goes into a, uh, a fund that provides support for kids right on through, right on through uh, their early adulthood. So all the kinds of things that a mom and dad would do, helping kids out with maybe with books for school or getting started in their first apartment or, or that suit for your first job interview. Do they still wear suits for job interviews? I mean, I wear I them all the time. I guess it depends on the job. It depends. There you go. <laughs> Do they wear depends for a job interview? If you're if you're easily like nervous. Nervous. Yeah. Uh, that nervous bladder thing. Yeah. Okay. See if John can come up with a uh, an appropriate bumper music for the nervous <laughs> bladder part of that. There's a challenge. Um, think good thoughts. If you can be there, fantastic. If uh, I I hope to get to say hello to you if you are there. Uh, if not, think of thoughts. Keep these young people in your prayers. 610-720-7900. We go to the phones. We talk to Terry. Terry, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Wonderful. How may we serve you? Uh, I will start collecting my RMDs in 2023 from an annuity and one other investment. And... I'm thinking I certainly could use the money on making some home improvements and just kind of helping out with inflation. But, and then, is it also, 
uh, maybe a good idea to use some of that money to put into a Roth IRA if I find I, I have some that I don't know what to do with. <laughs> uh, Terry, that, that, that's a wonderful idea, and, and it may very well be an excellent idea, except it's not a legal idea. The IRS, oh. Yeah, the IRS does not permit uh, taxpayers to use RMDs uh, to be then directed into a Roth IRA. If, if your RMD, I'll, I'll use very simple numbers. Let's say your RMD is $5,000. If you take your RMD, pay the tax, and, and go on your merry way, and then take an additional 5000 out and convert that to a Roth, that's perfectly acceptable. But they don't permit the use of RMDs as a Roth contribution. Oh, so I would have to take out more than the RMD you know, if I wanted to put it into a Roth. Per, you've got it exactly right. Oh, okay. All righty. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad I got to talk to you because I didn't, certainly don't want to do anything illegal. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we don't want any of our valued audience members behind bars. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. Oh, no, thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. Thank you. 610-720-7900. Prison. (laughs) How to Avoid Prison by Gene Dickinson. Yes. We are deeply committed to keeping all of our audience members out of jail. We should rename the show. It does have kind of a, a, a hook to it. It I does. Mean, it's, got, it's got a ring to yeah. it. It's, I mean, it might, uh, you know, attract some different listeners, some new, a new audience. You know who would have been a loyal listener right up until recent days? Who? Sam Bankman Fried. Yes. <laughs> the gentleman now under arrest. He's like, hmm, you sound like sh- a helpful show. You know, I should have listened to that show about how to stay out of prison. I just, um, in your case, buddy, it would not have helped. Would not have helped. It has become uh, quite the saga now that uh, Sam Bankman, how ironic uh, his name. First of all, the whole hyphenated name thing. <laughs> if you have a hyphenated name, kid, you might as well just doom them. You're just dooming them to all manner of just abuse. and, and uh, illi- how, how long has he gone by S- SBF? Right? Is that, is that, bing, bing. Yeah. Mm. How long has that been like since before he became... You know, I have felon. No idea. <laughs> yeah, but but how ironic, bankman, yeah, bank, and he decided to start his own bank, and then just decided to. Uh, I think I'll just fuss around with some of the client money. Nobody will notice. It's only a billion or two. It's only billions. Oh, I think I'll give like forty million, forty million of my client money to the Democratic Party mm-hmm. candidates across the country. See if I can get a little bit of. You know, a little nicety, a little something, a little something, something. And by the way, I think for my hedge fund, running my hedge fund, billions and billions. Who should I get? Hmm, what do you think? Oh, yeah, my girlfriend. My girlfriend, because she's, she's cute. And when you got a hedge fund, you need somebody to run it that's, what's the word? Oh, yeah, cute. You need a girlfriend. And mommy and daddy should be right behind Apparently, as I heard this morning uh, in passing, um, the investigation has now been extended to mommy and daddy. Oh, no, really? Uh, Well, Bankman Freed. I mean, if you're going to hyphenate, you might as well take full responsibility for the creature you have created. It's kind of fascinating to me, though. uh, This young man 
has clearly done some really, really poor, at the bare minimum, poor judgment. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in reality, in all likelihood, lots of illegalities, mm-hmm. and they're bringing his parents in almost instantly because obviously they're connected. Sounds a lot like Hunter Biden. Oh, except wait a minute, it's been years and years, and everybody says there's no connection. His parents, huh? <laughs> I guess it. I guess it isn't just as direct a comparison as I thought. I thought it You must I, be mistaken. I know. I thought, you know, like the legal system was pretty even handed with, you know, treating everybody pretty much the same. And, oh, you know, Gene, you have so much to learn. I'm so <laughs> disillusioned now. I'm just, uh, as a child of the 60s, I was hoping for much more human justice here. And Equality. Then, and then you're telling me that poor Sammy, poor Sammy and his mom and his mommy and daddy are, are, are being pilloried and and it's not being... Well, that seems wrong somehow. But I'm going to have to think about that on the break. <laughs> <laughs> 610-720-7900. Melissa at AskMTM.com. Make sure that you reach out to us. We'll take your calls. Your email. I'm trying to hear it, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to see what the connection is. Uh, check out the bumper music. See if you can come up with a connection to the show. <laughs> A nervous bladder. (laughs) (laughs) Little Eddie Money. Ah, fantastic. Enjoy the music. 610-720-7900. Your calls after this on More Than Money. John just played Build Me Up Buttercup. What's the connection? I'm missing it. I like it, but I don't know. Suck it up, Buttercup. Thank you. I Yeah, thank you. Goodness gracious. Good song. Was my mic off? Suck it up, Buttercup. (laughs) Build Me Up Buttercup. It's a great tune. It's a very good tune. We'll just change the as Not as good as Eddie Money. (laughs) Shaken is a great... Eddie Money, former New York City police officer, mm-hmm. uh, turned rock star. Is he still? Oh, oh, he passed. God, there's a lot of folks who have passed. I heard a great song yesterday, Christmas song, uh, John Denver and Olivia Newton-John. Oh. And I didn't know that they had done a song together. And it was beautiful. And, of course, her voice was just gorgeous. And I'm really enjoying it. Then it hit me. They're both gone. Yeah. Yeah. No. Ah, it's a shame. But we are here. We are here for you, and we are accepting your calls at 610-720-7900. Build me up Buttercup, I wish. Maybe John will play my favorite Christmas song as bumper music. I know which it is. Do you have that one about the hippopotamus? That's not it. That's her favorite. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'll tell you what it really is, John, and you can surprise everyone. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, she's going to write it down. down. She's just. Um, and by the way, we'd like to apologize to our audience for any racist remarks we may have made earlier. But um, <laughs> bottom line is that uh, it was un- un- unintentional, inadvertent. It was uh, accidental, and it was. It was. But but I'm repeating myself. Oh, and being repetitive, and oh yeah, and saying the same thing. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Terry broke the ice. It's now up to you if you wish to make a phone call. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. For all of you who are in from out of town, uh, you're visiting family, and um, this is from Catherine. I just want to. Uh, oh my goodness. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna do? She stood us up last time. She's standing us up today. Hey, hey, hey. Um, bottom line, um, if, oh, it's, and it's a secret. It's a secret from me, too, apparently. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. 610-720-7900. Alyssa at com. if you're here from out of town and you're saying, goodness, I, I'm liking the show. I'm learning a lot, um, but I'm not from here. Well, iHeartMedia allows us to broadcast wherever you have internet. So when you return home, whether you're visiting family or friends uh, here in the Valley for the next uh, few days or for Christmas or the holidays or the new year, um, make sure you take us back with you. Morethanmoneyonline.com. The listen live button magically appears every Saturday about 8.05. Disappears as soon as we're done with the show. But we have podcasts as well, so all of our shows are there for you. You can pick those up at your uh, convenience, uh, and we're happy to uh, to serve you in any way we can. I mentioned in passing Sam uh, Bankman-Fried, uh, the uh, now bankrupt uh, FTX organizer and hedge fund um, issue. Um, what uh, founder? Uh, the let me see. I've got to make sure I'm giving you this correctly. Um, this is a paragraph from a, a cryptocurrency blog that says, um, "Be sure you consider the alleged fraud." The best picture we have so far is that FTX which was a cryptocurrency exchange. Cryptocurrency exchanges of any kind allow buyers and sellers to come together. Mm-hmm. So a stock market exchange, ironically, they allow them to buy stocks. It's kind of self-evident. A bond exchange, commodity exchange, buyers and sellers. This was a cryptocurrency exchange. It took money from customers in exchange for purchases of crypto assets. Alameda Research, which was the hedge fund, also made bets on that same exchange. So we already know that there was a conflict of interest. Mm. Um, just so that you're aware, uh, in a, fi- a registered investment advisor firm, as more than money is, as MTM Financial is, if we are trading individual stocks, we must be able to demonstrate to the SEC that we are giving our clients the very best um, terms of that stock purchase. And any stocks that we might purchase for ourselves have to take a back seat. And we have to be able to prove that. In this case, there was a lot of, what's the right word, co-mingling going on, Mm. which uh, sounds like a Saturday night at a high school dance, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about cryptocurrency and... uh, 
since she has a high school senior, she's gone, oh, please don't talk about stuff Juliana like that. was at a dance last night. Oh, my gosh. Knock it off. Uh, the money that customers sent to FTX wound up in Almeida. That's not a good thing. That was used to pay for the hedge fund's failed bets, as well as a variety of personal and philanthropic expenses by Sammy. Sammy, uh, who, Sammy the Bull Gravano? Ah, this kid. No, he's Bankman Freed. I'm sure he's going to be well-treated <clears throat> behind bars. Uh, and his uh, inner circle. When enough customers ask for their money back, they declare bankruptcy. The reason this is an interesting uh, description of what's going on with these folks is twofold. Uh, number one, uh, a 30-year-old uh, a month and a half ago theoretically was worth $20 billion because people thought, gosh, just the smartest guy ever. Just the smartest guy ever. Oh, my gosh. Not unlike uh, another smartest guy ever, Bernie Madoff. I was, I was thinking that's what the, you were going to say. And, yeah. and, and, and the point of... Um, the point of this blog, even though I'm not, I, I have very little sympathy for that whole cryptocurrency blog world. Mm -hmm. The, this, this individual was trying to defend this cryptocurrency, uh, upheaval as it has nothing to do with cryptocurrency. It has everything to do with a bad actor doing illegal things fraud and malfeasance and conflicts of interest, etc. And it pains me to say I absolutely agree with him. This is no different than Bernie Madoff. Mm -hmm. Bernie Madoff wore more expensive suits and had a much better haircut than Sammy. <laughs> but bottom line is Madoff brought his family in. Sammy has mommy and daddy behind him. Uh, Madoff brought in key people in his life to cover up the uh, the fraud, the con. That's a girlfriend. Hey, sweetheart, <clears throat> just just sign here and make sure you keep signing stuff that I tell you to sign. Okay, so it's a con, and and not a whole lot different than uh, than uh, Bernie Madoff. Uh, by the way, Enron. A lot of you may or may not remember, it was a number of years ago, 20 plus years ago, where they were in essence doing their own con and they went bankrupt completely. Interestingly enough, um, oh, we haven't gotten you the book yet. It's okay. Bad Blood. Yeah. Um, Elizabeth Holmes Theranos. Her father was connected to Enron. Well, that's how the show, um, the series started. It was the day that he came home and lost his job at Enron. He worked there and... They uh, everything like came to light, and sh this was before she even went to college. So it seems like uh, con artistry may be a family business. <laughs> it just may be. Yeah. Um, and if uh, Sammy's uh, mommy and daddy uh, are part of the of the con artistry, well, let them go too. Because if you know, if your mommy and daddy are involved in a really bad thing, uh, Hunter. I mean, um, uh, Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> then they they should pay the price as well. 610-720-7900. I want to thank Laughing in My Nightmare. They hosted us for a wonderful event uh, last uh, Sunday evening at Bozergeist in Easton. Bozergeist is w what a nice spot. Uh, brew pub and, mm -hmm. and just the, the, the bartenders were incredibly friendly. 
really, really nice. Uh, Sarah um, um, was just beyond gracious. Mm -hmm. She was beyond gracious. As a matter of fact, in her introduction, she described um, me and Diane, if that is her real name, um, I think about as accurately as I've ever heard. (laughs) And uh, since... It'll make me blush. I'm going to let you read what Sarah um, Burkaw had to say as they introduced us last week. I have to agree. This was very accurate. Sarah said, and this at this event, um, Laughing at My Nightmare celebrated its 10th anniversary and was thanking um, major donors for all of their support. And she said, Jean, we discovered, was a fun-loving, also unfiltered... (laughs) Wise, philanthropic, kind, interesting, and one of the most genuine individuals we had ever met. Diane, who is probably one of the kindest souls with one of the purest hearts, is an amazing woman who I still think is owed an award for putting up with Jean for as long as she has. (laughs) Thank you. Standing ovulation. Very nice. No, no. It's It's not ovation. Ovation, yes. Nice. Close, close. That's well, actually, that was that was mm. that was very nice, and um, I'm glad you know you should be proud, and um, it, we were all proud to be there uh, representing MTM. Uh, that organization, ha- it, it's impressive to me um, how these cousins have done such an amazing thing for so many people with disabilities. Um, I mean, they have improved thousands of lives at this point mm-hmm. and that's not an easy thing it's not an easy thing to do and by their own admission they had no idea what the hell they were doing they started out with a mission just a driving commitment to making a difference in the lives of people whose uh, challenges were similar similar is the only word they're not identical. Right. We're not trying to match it up. But Shane has some uh, physical challenges. Um, if you spend 10 minutes with Shane, you forget that he has any physical challenges at all. Just spend 10 w- minutes with him. Um, if you have the opportunity, um, check out their uh, their website. Check out their uh, uh, Squirmy and Grubs uh, uh, YouTube. What? YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, you spend 10 minutes, you realize he is just so smart. And so wickedly funny and so unfiltered. And so, wait a second. Oh, no, that's Gene. All right. So Shane is also on. He's amazing. And these kids, literally kids, college, decided they're going to make a difference. And yeah, uh, Alyssa is absolutely right. Nearly 2,000 people have received some form of equipment, assistance, support, from laughing in my nightmare they've raised nearly a million dollars and given it all away Hmm. it's amazing and there are those of you out there who have these wonderful dreams you have these wonderful you know what i think i could probably fill in the blanks i would like to someday fill in the blank serve your fellow humanity, your, your fellow human beings with some way, shape or form in some way, shape or form. And you're hesitant. You're hesitant. These kids were not hesitant. Hmm. 
They were dumb as a box of bricks. Excellent. In some cases, ignorance really is bliss. Yeah, right. They didn't know what they didn't know. If they had known all the challenges uh, before they started, they might not have started. Right. They didn't. So they jumped in and they started digging around and they got hung out. God bless them. Got stuck with guys like us. They're they're very grateful for all of um, the assistance they've gotten from you and organizations and people like you. Not just monetary, but guidance and advice and direction. And um, being open to that is key, right? You don't know what you're doing. You're taking a big chance Mm -hmm. and um, knowing that you need to seek help. Mm. And and listen to advice and ask questions. I'm sure that's really what got them to where they are at today. So, um, that thanks to your support and those other people who were mm. recognized last week, they've pulled together some really amazing accomplishments. Bigger things to come. Bigger things yeah, to come. Awesome. Now, I found a quote, uh, and and this is. Uh, Gentleman uh, wrote a book called Atomic Habits. Very interesting book. James Clear. Um, I found it fascinating. Uh, he puts out a uh, weekly, uh, just three or four quotes. Some are his, some are other people's. Mm-hmm. This happens to be his. Um, and and I, f- I found it really appropriate to share with you based on uh, the, the incredible success. Um, Children's Home of Easton. Bobby Gunter Walsh, Radiothon, $206,000. 19000 of that came, Nineteen, almost 20000 now. Gosh, with the stuff that we collected this week, over uh, nearly 20000 just from you, just from our audience, just from our, yeah. our drive around Christmas. Uh, it's amazing um, what you have done. Laughing in my nightmare, it's amazing. And he addresses that issue of what you should do when you bump into something that's really, uh, he, he re- referenced it as cool. Okay. You know, like uh, Dr. Snoop or, uh, or, or uh, Dre Dog or, you know, th- those kind of folks that are really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, build me up Buttercup. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Really cool. Okay. So <clears throat> he's referencing what what you can do when you see something that impresses you as either, wow, that's amazing or that's cool. It says deconstruct the cool things that you see. If you'd like to become a better musician and you see an amazing performance, Dr. Snoop, start paying attention to how they do it. How did they promote the event? What happens in the first few seconds of each song? How frequently are they engaging directly with the audience? Is there a progression of energy throughout the show? When something fascinates you, pay attention to the details. The person who thinks that was cool is a consumer. In the world of music, a fan. The person who thinks, how did they make something that cool? is on the path to becoming Hmm. a creator. Don't just taste the recipe. Look for the ingredients. That's insightful. It is really, really, really insightful. So when you're looking at, and and the world is full of these, good examples and bad examples. Um, You're looking at, at Shane and Sarah. Good example of what two 
young people can do to literally change the world. Look for the details. How did they do it? What could you do to model that same success? And the warnings, the Sammy Bankman Freeds, don't do what they're doing. Right. So there's tons to be learned. Learn. Yep. 610-720-7900. Uh, Gene and com. More than money. Online.com. Uh, hi, Gene. Love your show. Hmm. Doesn't mention Alyssa. No. Mm. Uh, you have often talked glowingly, it seems, about the benefits of Roth conversions. It's a religious thing. Uh, I'm currently saving for retirement in a 401k and a Roth. And I have a rollover 401k from a previous job. Given the market downturn, I was wondering if it would be smart for me to convert the rollover into the Roth, as it will never be a smaller amount now that, or, or smaller amount than it is now, or perhaps sometime next year. <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm. uh, at least in theory, I'm unsure of the tax considerations and/or pros or cons. If I did this. I'm 42. I earn about 75,000 a year and the rollover value is about 45,000. I would love to know your thoughts. Thank you. Alyssa, I would love to know your thoughts. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of truth to that. Um, It is a good time to convert to a Roth when you consider the depreciation in the account um, because it's worth less. You can convert it for a smaller tax liability. Mm -hmm. Um, so that is true. As far as um, another another uh, benefit of doing that now, this person's only 42. Mm. So getting that money into a Roth now gives it a couple decades to grow tax-free. That's a couple decades estimate from a young person. And then you go to somebody who's got 780 years of experience and sh- rightfully shouldn't even be alive, says, hmm. It might be a couple decades. It might be five decades. Right. If you don't be, ever need to touch if it. If you never need to touch it. And if you want to leave it cooked for as long as you can, can you imagine what tax-free compounding could do over 50 years? Yeah. That's... So um, my apologies. You are well on your way. No, so uh, 42, he makes 75000 bucks a year. Uh, we don't know what his taxable is, but... We can assume 50-ish. Right. So if you assume $50,000 or so of taxable income, that gives you about $40,000 of additional taxable income before you jump up into the next tax bracket. So what bracket is he in right now? 22%. 22? Oh, you're assuming he's single. Oh, actually, yes. Uh, that That is an assumption. Don't know if this person is single or married. If married... Hmm. Um, well, we don't know what um, his spouse earns. Yeah, good point. So it, uh, let's assume he's single. Okay. So, so um, he's got forty-five. It used to be sixty. Yeah. So if he's in the, uh, I can't do twenty-two. If he's in the twenty percent bracket, uh, and he converted a year ago, it cost him twelve grand. Now it cost him nine. Yeah. And he's got enough, almost enough, that he could do the whole thing now. Yeah. And if he's not 100% sure, pretty easy. Split it into two pieces. Yep. Convert now, convert in about three weeks. Yeah. yeah. So really good idea. Yeah, it is. Um, you'll be happy you did it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, initially, not so much because your tax bill will go up a little bit. Or maybe not. Depends on what else is going on in his tax life. Because mm-hmm. lots of folks have maybe some 
losses losses this year hmm, that's that would be weird but maybe yeah, could happen yeah. odd yeah. odd man out um so there may be some deductions that you can uh employ there may be some additional tax savings that's available elsewhere but even at the max um pay uh 25% less tax than you would have a year ago mm-hmm. and leave behind the IRS for 50 years mm-hmm. dude Got to do it. Awesome. Got to do it. Yeah. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. John, did you say two? Ah, three. Very good. Let me see if I have a quick one. Um, <laughs> this one is really short, um, but it's should we should we uh, tease for the next segment? Sure. Um, I heard you two. I guess that means you and me. <laughs> I heard you two talk about an investment in stocks. Where you make money even if the stocks go down. <laughs> Sounds too good to be true. That's opening up a kettle of fish. Yeah, it is. It does sound too good to be true, doesn't it? Um, is it too good to be true? No. So, uh, obviously, uh, for folks out there going, what? <laughs> uh, you can invest in the stocks, in stock market of a, of a fashion. And if the stock market goes down 10%, you could potentially make 10%. 10%. But but what if the stock market goes up ten percent? You could potentially make ten percent. Up or down? Yes. Uh, either direction. Dual dual directional. <laughs> DD, Dolly Parton. Um, so for those of you going, mm, I agree with the emailer. Sounds too good to be true. Um, you're going to want to stick through the top of the hour because you're going to want to have us. I explained to you what this opportunity appears to be. The pros and cons, the good news, the bad news. There's always pros and cons to mm-hmm. everything. Let's break it down. Uh, we, oh, that, that sounds like a, a hint to John. There's got to be a break it down something oh. like <laughs> Dr. Snoop or. or uh, that uh, would really require him to be on his toes. Like you have 30 seconds to find a song that relates to break it down. Break it down. (laughs) Um, We're going to break that down for you, of course. More importantly, we're going to answer your questions. 610-720-7900. Alyssa at askmtm.com. Or you go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com. We can do all of that for you. Uh, when we come back, we've got uh, questions about 529. We have a question, a young lady who sadly just recently lost her husband, and we're going to help her as well. And, of course, we're going to figure out how you can make money if the stock market goes up or down. And, hopefully, doors open at 1145 at the Children's Home of Easton. Um, hopefully, I'll see you there. And uh, when we return, your questions, your concerns after this on More Than Money. Standing on the wall Get your back up off the wall Tell me How you gonna do it if you really don't wanna dance By standing on the wall Get your back up off the wall I heard all the people saying
Welcome back to More Than Money. You've got Gene Dickinson. You've got Alyssa Young. Alyssa is uh, working her magic rectangle, so mm-hmm. we'll see what comes from that. We have a question in the queue. We're going to answer that here momentarily, and we've got a fistful of emails from you already. But as always, phone callers take priority. So if you have a question that you'd like us to address, 610-720-7900-610-720-7900. Send us your emails, Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com. You can also try Gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com. And, of course, you can follow our show on iHeartMedia, go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com, more than, T-H-A-N, morethanmoneyonline.com, and uh, hit the Listen Live button. You've got the entire show wherever you have access to the Internet. The Children's Home of Easton Christmas Party is today. Um, The party starts at noon. The doors open to the public at 1145. Um, They're asking, uh, I just spoke with Gunther, and the organizers are asking that if you are attending to please uh, plan on uh, coming no earlier than 1145. There's a lot of preparation, as you might expect, for an event of that size. So 1145 at the earliest. But it's a tight window, but it's not a tough window. 15 minutes to get yourself in. And and uh, the party does go from noon to 1. There will be lunch um, served. Um, the kids go first, as they should. Uh, but if you're staying um, from 1 to 2, there's lunch. And then they throw you out, and the kids have a bunch of fun. So if you're joining us, um, please make those plans. That would be fantastic. Children's Home of Easton. Uh, thank you again to Sarah uh, and Shane Burkaw, uh, two cousins who have done amazing work with Laughing at My Nightmare. They were very, very kind uh, to host us uh, last Sunday at a wonderful event. Bozer guys did a wonderful job. I, that's an unpaid commercial announcement. Uh, I was very impressed with that, uh, with the facility, the organization. And the mini parochies. Oh, they were very good. <laughs> uh, and several of the... Uh, um, beverages were quite lovely and to all the other folks who were um, honored uh, congratulations to you as well for supporting laughing in my nightmare particularly shane's mom and dad Mm, yeah it was nice wonderful wonderful folks wonderful wonderful family goodness uh, multi-generations, his grandfather, professor at Moravian, and just no wonder Shane is a great writer and very, very witty and very, very smart. He's a, kind of the Will Rogers of our generation um, with a kind of a naughty streak, which is, uh, hey, well, nothing wrong with that, I'll tell you right now. Um, Toasted and Roasted is uh, open uh, for your uh, coffee and other uh, tasty treats uh, uh Pleasure uh, Center and Broad. If you head down, say hi to Mike and Allie, um, as many of you know. Um, again, unpaid, mm-hmm. unpaid commercial endorsement. Um, we're pretty prejudiced because uh, Allie's my daughter and mm-hmm. uh, Mike's my son-in-law, but uh, we think that that's uh, the best place you can go for tasty treats and some uh, some coffee. They uh, the oh goodness, the espresso is fabulous. Just fabulous i had a mocha the other day it was delicious have you had any of their matcha no 
Uh, Megan is a huge matcha fan, and I thought they should do a commercial that John could put together for him. Matcha, matcha man. <laughs> well, you want to be a matcha man. No? Okay. Well, yeah, my apologies. Uh, I, I thought there was something there. Clearly not. Uh, San Bankman Freed is uh, no longer a bankman and no longer free. So that's an interesting and ironic name that he hyphenated or someone hyphenated and inflicted upon him. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, lots going on there that you're going to want to dig into, not unlike uh, Bernie Madoff. It's a con of the largest order, billions. Now, Bernie was about 20 Three billion. So far, I've only heard here about multiple billions. I'm thinking, I'm thinking he was a wannabe. I'm not sure he actually got to the point of of reaching the Bernie Madoff level. He's a little lazy. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, he's only thirty. I mean, right. he's a wunderkind. He's. I mean, you got to go to Congress and you got to testify, and everybody's got to announce that you're the smartest person they ever met. And then you hire your 28 year old girlfriend to run a billion dollar hedge fund. What could possibly go wrong with that? And then you give away 40 or $50 million of client money to support political candidates, uh, all with a D behind their name. Kind of interesting. Um, fascinating. What happens to that money? Shouldn't that be clawed back somehow mm -hmm. through the bankruptcy? Uh, and, and it may be. And it may be. 610 uh, uh, too shy. Cost of living adjustments for SSI. Oh, social social security. It's already been announced. It's eight point three, eight point. I I think uh, it, January. It, it was either eight point five or eight point seven. I thought ultimately, yeah. but I can look. Eight percent plus yeah. adjustment, and they should start uh, January. So thank you for that. Too shy to talk on the radio. Let's go back to the question that we ended our previous hour with. By the way, if you missed the first hour, uh, it will be placed online through the miracles of modern technology, and you will be able to podcast that as of Monday around noon, around noonish. John does his magic, uh, gosh, almost instantaneously. <laughs> the shows are off and running, and then Megs grabs it, and um, we place it on our website around noon. Uh, so if you missed the first hour, you've still got access to that. But we uh, we teased this question. I heard you two talk about an investment in stocks where you make mm -hmm. money even if the stocks go down. Sounds too good to be true. Well, it's actually uh, more too good than than it, it's more. It should. It. <laughs> all right, never mind. It's if stocks go down or up. Yeah. You make money. Right. How is that possible? Through the use of options. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. So basically, what you own, it's a structured note. It, you are become a creditor of a bank that issues you a note. And in the background, the bank is buying and selling options that allow it to make money despite the direction of the market. So we're talking about a dual directional structured note and the terms of that note. Um, track an index such as the S&P 500. It could be a different index. It could be the NASDAQ. It could be the Russell 2000. It could be Tesla stock. <laughs> so you can kind of pick and choose. <laughs> uh -huh. I mean, literally. You shouldn't, but you could. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the way that these work, um, there are limits to how much you can make um, up or down. 
and we can just use an example um, on the downside. If the S&P 500 changes, oh, let's, let's start, let's back up one second too. There's also a term. So you hold this note for, let's say, one year. Okay. Okay. So what happens is you're comparing the value of the index, and we'll use the S&P 500 as our example, the value of the index the day you buy the note to the value of the index the day it matures. So one year later, is the S&P 500 5% more than it was the day you bought it? Is it 7% less? Hmm. Okay. So that's what we're looking at. To determine your return, we're comparing the value of that underlying index from the day you bought it to the day the, uh, the note matures. Okay. So on a dual directional note, there are two limits. There's a limit of upside um, growth potential, and then there's a limit of downside potential. The downside limit is called a buffer. There's also barriers, but we're going to use buffers. We don't like barriers. They're too risky. So on the downside, the barrier level, let's use, for example, 30%. What that means is if the S&P 500 goes down in that one-year period, down 30% or less, Whatever that loss is, you earn that much money. It's called another way to describe this is the absolute value note. Absolute return. Yeah. So your absolute return is equivalent to whatever the S and P five hundred went down up to that limit of thirty percent. So it went down twenty five percent, you make twenty five percent. It goes down two percent, you make two percent. If it goes down thirty five percent, what happens, Gene? I'm I'm waiting with bated breath, which sounds like I'm eating worms, but that's not what it means at all. No. What does happen? You would lose 5% of your principal. So the only way you lose any principal is if the S&P 500 goes down more than your buffer. And, and now the buffer we're talking about here that you're using as a demonstration, one that I really like, 30%, because most people, if you talk to them and say, ah, it's going to get pretty stinky, do you think the market's going to go down? I really do. Do you think it's going to go down 10%? Probably. Could it go down 15%? Sure. 20 I don't know about 20 Because it's already down It's already 20. down 20 yeah. So do you think it's going to go down another 20 25 or 30 And the answer is, I, I don't really think so. But do you want to be really safe and have protection down to minus 30 And most people I'm talking to are saying, yeah. Sounds good to me, mm-hmm. especially when they hear that if it goes down 20%, they make 20%. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What if it goes up? So if it goes up, you also earn a return to a limit. So the, the, the trade-off for that protection and the ability to make money even if the market goes down is that you are capping your upside potential. So... This same structured note with a 30% buffer might have an upside cap of 12%, let's just use for example. So that means if the S&P 500 is up 5%, if the note is a straight 100% participation note. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it simple. Yep. Market's yeah. up 5, you make 5. Mm. Market's up 1.5, you make 1.5. Mm. Market's up 15%. If your cap is 12, you only make 12. Market's up 20%, you make 12. So it's interesting about that note. Is Market's you, up 80%? You make 12. Hmm. It's interesting because you could actually make more money if the market does worse than if the market does really well. <laughs> because your downside 
quote unquote growth cap is 30 percent and your upside cap is going to be lower. So um, it's one of those. Are those two things connected? The downside protection and the upside. Yes. How are they connected? Um, the terms that you get for the note, they, they kind of solve for for one. So for more protection, you get less upside potential. If you want more upside potential, you have to decrease the buffer and and accept less. And it's because of the costs of the options. Of the options. Yeah. There is a cost for everything. So even though there are lots of folks out there that are saying, well, uh, structured notes have no cost. Of course they do. Opportunity cost. Could be opportunity mm-hmm. cost. There's embedded cost. There's uh, uh, options, expenses. They're, 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 uh, when you're thinking about any investment, you're, you should be thinking about, wow, that, that's, that sounds good. Whoa, that sounds good, too. That sounds really good. I need also to hear what doesn't sound so good. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things that doesn't sound so good uh, is that there are costs involved, and you should be clear that uh, your um, results reflect that there are costs involved. Um, costs that you may be very happy to to handle. Yeah. Not unlike homeowner's insurance. People go, mm. Ugh, I don't like paying my homeowner's insurance. Do you like paying for your house when it burns down? Oh, you know what? Now that I think about it, I really like homeowner's insurance. <laughs> How about car insurance? Oh, I hate car insurance. Really? How about black ice? Oh, sorry. HR complaint. Uh, Bottom line is there's lots of situations where you're saying I'm paying for something from a protection standpoint. Yeah. And as long as I know what I'm paying and I'm happy to pay it, the big smiles. If it's when you don't know, it's when somebody's trying to pull the Sam Bankman Freed, when somebody's trying to pull the wool, Bernie Madoff, trying to hide stuff from you. That's when people get a little annoyed. (laughs) So if the market goes up 80% and your cap is 12, there there was a huge cost and you should smile. You should smile because you got the max. Yeah. 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 Um, another example of that cost and, and, and why, we've talked in the past about the buffered ETFs. ETF stands for Exchange Traded Funds. Um, we've been using them in portfolios because they provide downside protection. So, for example, there's a buffered fund that gives you downside protection, a buffer of 15 percent. Mm. And the growth on the upside, the cap is actually very generous right now, like 18, 20 percent. Um, that ETF has an expense ratio hmm. of, I think it's 0. 0.72, 72 Some, bips or 75. It's something like that, right? Three quarters of 1%. Mm-hmm. So that's not really that far off from a lot of mutual funds. It's on hmm. the higher side. Like we try to, you know, be very conscious about the funds we are using um, in our clients' portfolios hmm. so that we're not paying high expense ratios because right. that takes away from your return. Sure. But in that case, it's a slightly higher than most of the other funds we use, mm. but it's you're paying for that protection. Protection. So, for example, last year, in the past year, I should say, like from September to September, if you owned that fund, your only loss was your expense ratio. Instead of being, you know, losing um, 14% of your mm. principal, your 15% downside buffer protected you from that loss in the S&P 500, and it only cost you point seven five percent something like that so you're like oh wow well that's much better than minus my, 15 yeah uh, yeah so it's like is that cost worth it you know 
that, give and you that, the peace and, of mind. And, and this is an important choice. This is a choice that every investor needs to make. And most of our investors, most, most 99%, and, and I'm not exaggerating, don't choose one. They don't make one choice. Mm-hmm. They invest in multiple types of investments. Mutual funds, pretty traditional. Individual stocks, pretty traditional. Exchange-traded funds are a little newer, but gosh, they've been around a long time. And for a lot of people, it's kind of a ho-hum. Yeah, I get that. That's pretty straightforward. Variable annuities, interesting platform for some people. They may choose or not. Uh, SPIAs, single premium immediate annuities, very interesting platform. They may choose or not. Um, Structured notes, buffered ETFs. These are all different issues, different platforms, different uh, alternatives. Maybe they fit, maybe they don't. But the reality is that they may have a role. Is it an on-off switch? You know you should have everything you own in a structured note. <sighs> it doesn't even sound right. It doesn't. No. It, it violates uh, the, the, all the training that we've had about diversification and asset allocation and don't put all your eggs in one basket. But for those folks for whom, uh, after a bit of education, after a bit of uh, due diligence, after exploring with a trusted advisor, you know, I could see where there's a piece of my investments that might fit that. A good example of that, a recent new client of mine, you know, comes to me with, you know, here are my my options, here's you know, my situation. And it's cool to be able to, like you just described, put those pieces together and use different tools for different time horizons for different reasons. So, for example, we have some cash. We're investing in a structured note that's a fixed income yield note Mm. that's going to pay about 7% interest Mm. over the next year. So that's generating some monthly income for the next year at that nice rate. And then we're taking another piece of her portfolio and buying a fixed indexed annuity mm. and deferring income for nice. five years. Nice. So it, that's going to grow over the next five years. And then when the income stream starts, you've got a nice guaranteed withdrawal amount for the mm. rest of her life that can grow if the market does well. Right. So then that's income for later. And, mm. you know, and then in the middle, there's all kinds of other tools, all kinds of other tools. Uh, but yeah, it's nice to be able to use all those different options and, fit them together and it's they they complement each other and you balance out your risk and yeah it's fun and when they complement each other it's a very useful thing like i this morning I said alessia you look very nice and that was very <laughs> useful because she's been a, a bit nicer throughout the show and i thought that was good and we compliment you on good music choices today yeah excellent that's a compliment uh complimentary uh in this sense <laughs> With an Use, E, not yeah, an I. Yeah, using the word accurately mm. uh, as opposed to Gene's use. My apologies. Um, when when you integrate your investments and they are fulfilling multiple uh, objectives and they are complementary to each other, uh, it is it is a skill. It takes it takes some real artistry to be able to determine number one which of the hundreds of different kinds of investments should we be using? Number two, uh, of all of those, which which kind of fit our clients the best? 
Uh, and then number three, which will our clients find um, appropriate? Mm-hmm. Uh, which will they um, um, uh, appreciate, understand, really, really important, uh, and find valuable um, um, moving them closer to their financial goals? Um, lots of science involved, of course. <clears throat> lots of artistry involved. Mm-hmm. And Really important, lots of conversation involved. When Alyssa describes her client needing X short-term, X maybe longer-term, hey, some tax considerations, the only way she can know all of that, know that that's appropriate, know that that fits, is to start with a pretty extensive conversation. Mm -hmm. So those first meeting or two with clients it sets the tone for everything. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, there's a lot of, um, and even it's mul- over multiple uh, conversations usually mm. because it kind of introduced the idea. I like to say, think about it, you know, write down your questions for me. I'll touch base and we'll, you know, confirm some numbers and make sure you're good. And Yeah. So it's not, not, necess- not always just, to, oh yeah, that sounds good. Let's do it. Sometimes people need a little more time to reflect and let it sink in and. Um, and, and then, you know, it's important to me that my clients are comfortable mm. and, and I like for them to understand what's mm. going on. Um, we have quarterly reviews with our clients, so it gives us multiple opportunities to revisit those things because especially with annuities, oh my goodness, someone might agree to enter into an annuity contract and then five years later, it's still in its surrender period. You're still, you know, you, you've owned this annuity for five years and you still can't just get out of it for, without a charge if you don't. And you you forget, like, what the heck it's supposed to do. What are the, the, the features of this annuity? What, you know, add-on benefits do I have and why? And what is it worth? And I don't understand these numbers. It, you, we revisit that stuff revisit. on a regular basis so that it's fresh and, you know, you, you can ask uh, questions multiple times about the same thing if you want to. That's okay. <laughs> One of the advantages um, of having 780 years of experience is that I have clients who have gone through hundreds of reviews. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Hundreds. Um, I have one young lady. She's one of my favorite people on the planet. She is just beyond beautiful inside and out. and Just a wonderful family. Just fantastic. Uh, entered a variable annuity probably 15 years ago. And so we have had somewhere between 60 and 80 reviews in that time period. I don't think she has ever missed a review where she didn't start by saying, I know I've asked you this before, (laughs) but could you please just review my annuity? So I understand it one more time. It takes uh, 60 seconds, 90 seconds, two minutes, whatever. Very, very simple. And she goes, oh, yeah, I remember. I get it. Just likes to reconfirm. That's a beautiful thing. Um, so having those quarterly reviews is is incredibly useful f- to meet that need that, that I got it. Second reason is people change. <laughs> People's circumstances change. Hey, I am set. I want this. This is a 50-year plan. I'm ready to rock and roll. And then something happens. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not so good. Sometimes it's wonderful. Some, but, it, but something changes. And now an investment that even three months ago 
was perfectly appropriate and fit the client like a glove no longer fits. And we've got to make adjustments. So the one of the pieces of the puzzle that a lot of folks miss, especially our do-it-yourselfers, all of you who listen, going, I like getting all the good information, then I do it myself. Mm-hmm. I, excellent. That's fantastic. It's, it, you're, you're having fun. Uh, you're hopefully um, uh, accomplishing something. And you're not annoying the crap out of a financial advisor by <clears throat> bothering them all the time with all kinds of stuff. That's fantastic. But one of the pieces that often is missed is the adjustment, the Mm. change, the monitoring, the hay on a regular basis, not an annual review. If your financial advisor is proudly offering you annual reviews, it's a red flag. You should go find another advisor who's willing to work harder for you, is willing to put your interests higher up on their priority list than just how much time they have to spend in order to get paid. Quarterly quarterly reviews in our world, those are called minimums. That's the minimum appropriate amount of time that we should spend together. It is not a restriction. Not a restriction. Nope. It'll come to me. 610-720-7900. We have one more segment left in this edition of More Than Money. Email Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com. We'll take your calls, your questions after this on More Than Money. Every time I thought I got it made, it seemed the taste was not so sweet. So I turned myself to face me. I've never caught a glimpse how the others must see the faker. I'm much too fast to take that test Ch-ch-ch-changes Turn and face the strain Ch-ch-changes Don't wanna be a richer man Ch-ch-ch-changes Turn and face the strain Ch-ch-changes a great piece of music thank you john high energy got a great message to it welcome back to more than money you've got Alyssa young she's working on her magic rectangle over there always always responding to a nice merry christmas email from our listeners oh very nice appreciate that yeah merry christmas goodness i'm a little i'm stressing a little i um one of the well we we i've actually have several different gifts that we decided on for this year that we're very excited about. And I really like that when I come up with a good idea to give Mm. someone, it makes me happy. So Zach and I have, we did a a great brainstorming session over dinner the one night, and then we came up with some good ideas. So anyway, one of the things I'm most proud of for this Christmas is um, I made 
my son Andrew a photo book of pictures from his entire football career. Does he know this? No, and he doesn't listen to the show, so he, he. But somebody's gonna tell him. No, nobody will tell him. Don't ruin Andrew's Christmas surprise. Everybody shush. But you already did. No, you I, just couldn't put a cork in it. Andrew doesn't know. He's not gonna hear oh about gosh. it. Like from somebody who listens. I'm gonna to this text show. him as soon as the show. Oh my god. <sighs> okay, so now I know I can't tell Gene any secret surprise. Now I know I can't tell thousands and thousands and No thousands one else. You're the only one <laughs> that knows Andrew. Oh my God. Would tell Andrew what I got him for Christmas. You're Everybody else one. isn't going to say it. They're just going to do it. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe you. Okay. I'll just I'm in the same boat. Whenever I come up with a really good idea, I'm like eaten up until I share it. Hmm. So I, I came up with a really good idea for Diane, if that is her real well, name. You, you can't say it because she's can't listening. I can't say it. Well, but Andrew's not she... listening. The point I was trying to make before I was very rudely interrupted <laughs> was that I'm afraid it might not get here in time. That's a very serious fear this time of the year. Um, I've been watching the Shutterfly tracking, and I have butterflies, so... You have you have shutterflies. Shutterfly butterflies. Yeah, it's uh currently estimated to arrive December twenty third. Oh my goodness! And whether or not it does, it has I get not it. shipped yet. See how she yet. did that? Whether or not? Yeah, it hasn't shipped yet, so I don't think it's done yet, like being printed. And I really want to be able to give it to him on Christmas morning because I'm really excited about it. Should have worked really it. hard yeah, on it. Should have well, ordered it earlier. It took a lot of time to I make. Did. I don't have a lot of free time, so I spent hours on this, hours in like little pieces. So I finished it as quickly as I could, and I also had to wait for the holiday sales because it's expensive. They're expensive to print, so there's lots of coupon codes available during the holiday season. So, so, so what you're saying is it was more important you to save money no. than it was to get Andrew his gift on time. No, it was important was that, that I waited until the football season was over so I had all of the photos available mm-hmm. and then had time to create it. it, it it's very, um, you know, thorough. So I did it as quickly as I could, <clears throat> and now I'm stressing about whether that was quick enough because it might not arrive. But did you get a good coupon? Shut up. <laughs> Dear, ha- Merry Christmas, Andrew. In, in close, please find a copy of the coupon that I used to order your gift. It's not here now. Wow. Wow. Whoa. So this is a lesson, wow. listeners. Hey, Zach. Don't yeah. spend Zach. more than you need to for something. Zach. If you can get a discount, you should. You should save. You should save 50%. Zach, Zach's <laughs> listening right now going, oh, I have heard that tone of voice before. Oh, good. Ah, it, I've heard that before, too. Actually, Zach probably hasn't. He's probably much nicer than I am. Yes. So he's less, <laughs> less, or he's more filtered. <laughs> wow. Oh, well, wah, wah. look at no, the time. Wah, wah. I got to go. <laughs> well, uh, we all pray that it arrives on time. Thanks. I'm not going to show you now. I thought you might enjoy it, but you can't see it. Uh, I'll bet Andrew's going to show me when he nope. gets it. I don't think, I don't think he is. I bet. <laughs> well, Andrew's my friend. He's, we're, we're close. I'm going to tell him you don't want to see it. Oh, <laughs> now I know where Juliana gets it. Oh. <laughs> I went to shake Juliana's hand at church two weeks ago, and she went, what? No hug? I went, She's sassy. Uh, yeah, sassy. I wonder where she gets yep. that. Speaking of sassy, sassy I just found out that in addition to uh, 
the regular compliment of folks at TNR Toasted and Roasted today. Our very own Megan is down at Toasted and Roasted. Mm-hmm. She's been helping out with uh, Mike and Allie's shop and uh, learning uh, all the ins and outs of making out making great uh, coffee drinks and great energy drinks and matcha drinks and and uh, serving customers. So if you get a chance and you're down in uh, Bethlehem uh, Center and uh, Broad, uh, stop into TNR Toasted and Roasted. Say hi to Mike. Say hi to Allie. Say hi to Megan. And hopefully they've got their radio on down there, which <laughs> if they don't, we're going to have some serious discussions <laughs> a little later. Uh, I'm not going to show them uh, Andrew's book if they don't have their radio on. I'll tell you right now. I'm going to show Megan. You, you, what? Okay. 610-720-7900. Gene at askmtm.com. More than money. Online.com. Let me check one more time. Got that. Are you ready, young lady? Ready. Young lady writes, I am a recent widow. Whew, what a n- tough time of the year. Uh, I'd like to know what my income is now and what it will be in the future. And I would like someone to handle most of this for me. <laughs> Who do I talk to? Well, she could talk to any one of us at MTM, and we would be happy to help her. Um, understand this can be an overwhelming <sighs> time, a confusing time. And it definitely is helpful to have a partner who can be um, even, you know, emotionally even keeled, Mm -hmm. I guess you could say, and supportive and um, a neutral third party analysis is very helpful. And, um, yeah, there's, um, I'm sure, a lot of things to to look at from cash flow needs to uh, taxes Um, for just for one example, her. Um, tax situation might have changed and she might need to, you know, make adjustments and she might not even realize it. Um, There might be accounts she needs to move and plans she needs to make and lots of things. But having a partner and somebody with regular communication and in-person meetings oftentimes Mm -hmm. are helpful. Um, It's it's a good idea to sit down and find someone you can trust, someone you're comfortable with. Mm. And um, get get uh, have a, have a lifetime partner in this. Yeah, I I often refer to it as as financial hand holding. Mm. Um, we we can make um, a very strong assumption that this is a very um, a very bright woman. Uh, she's very capable, but she's not trained in the kinds of things that we are trained in. That any trusted, experienced financial advisor as a fiduciary would be trained in. So the topics that Alyssa just listed, absolutely true. All of those absolutely appropriate. Cash flow has to be the number one priority immediately. She talks about knowing what her income is. She, at this moment, is not clear yet on exactly what income she can expect. Like Social Security. Uh, uh, what what will she get? Does she get his Social Security? Does she get her own? The, what, where, where does it start? Where does it stop? What's a survivor benefit? Uh, can I get a direct deposit to my bank account? How do I pay my bills from that? What do? How do I know exactly what bills I'm being faced with? These are the kinds of things that can cause tremendous anxiety at a time in her life where If you've seen someone go through that grieving process, then you know for a fact that as um, much as we want to believe, I got this, 
I'm okay. It's terrible, but I'm okay. No, you're not. No, you're not. You need someone to be your second set of eyes and ears. You need someone to be your financial hand holder to say, okay, I hear what you're saying. I know you think you got this, but let me just feed this back to you. Let me just give you some, some, um, uh, let's restate this situation and, and tell me if that's really what you want to have happen. Um, kind of protecting them against themselves in on occasion where uh, their instinct, well, you know, now my husband's gone. I think I'm just going to give away a lot of money to my kids. Okay, let's let's take a moment and let's think through what you're going to need. Mm-hmm. She even talks about what it, what will her income be in the future. Mm-hmm. Very wise question. It's a very very wise question. Yep. And so laying all this out is extremely important. One of the I think wisest uh, pieces of advice we can give someone who starts with I am a recent widow. And it's been the same advice I've been giving for 780 years. Um, don't make any major decisions quickly. You think that you are handling your grief um, kind of off to the side and it's not causing you any kind of, of negative influence about your ability to have good judgment. But that's probably not the case. And as many uh, clients as I have seen go through this, uh, it just, um, all I have to do is harken back now 32 years to when I lost my dad. My dad was my best friend. So losing my dad was the most uh, impactful loss I've ever felt in my life. And I was a young man, strong, smart, had it all together and did not realize for many, many months how badly I handled my grief, how badly I handled it in the sense that I didn't acknowledge it. I Mm. didn't deal with it. I didn't um, express my feelings and thought I was just the toughest guy on the planet until a very close friend took me aside and went, okay, everybody's afraid to tell you, but you're making some really bad choices Mm. and we're all concerned. So, um, alcohol intervention, no, uh, drug intervention, no Mm. grief intervention. Oh, sure. And many times it impacts you in ways that you don't even realize. So having someone, a trusted advisor, a good friend, I would also recommend, and we've seen this many, many times. It's very, very helpful. Um, she recently lost her husband. If there's someone in her life, it could be one of my most favorite clients is a wonderful woman. She's been a client, gosh, for 14, 15 years now. Thank you. Well, the only one left. I'm not kidding. Um, when she lost her husband, she came in with her sister. Mm -hmm. Her sister was her, her financial handholder and second set of eyes and ears. Uh, some folks come with their children. Some come with their best friends. Someone comes, some people come with their, uh, their, their spiritual advisor, someone from their church that they're really close to, uh, having that emotional support 
while you're making these um, uh, financial decisions can be absolutely life-saving, absolutely life-saving. So tremendous number of things that need to be addressed Mm -hmm. for sure. She's asking about very important issues of cash flow and sitting with a trusted, experienced financial advisor. I, I don't know any any way better. I actually I do. I just mentioned it. Bring along someone that cares about you. Bring along someone that 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 has your best interest at heart and can be your second set of eyes and ears. And then number 1, be very gentle on yourself. Give yourself plenty of time. Give yourself plenty of room. Give yourself permission to grieve and and express that grief and uh and forgive yourself a lot. Forgive yourself a lot. Yes. Okay. 610-720-7900. Uh, Alyssa at More than money online.com. Are you ready for another one? Yep. Uh, greetings, Gene and company. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, our week isn't complete until we get a dose of your good humor and sage wisdom. Oh, boy. 780 years. Thank you for all you do for the community at large and specifically for your loyal listeners. You're the energizer bunny of financial (laughs) advisors and we're addicted to you on PBS Channel 13 and WAEB. These people need some help. (laughs) Intervention. (laughs) Diane's mom and dad. Uh, here's our question. We recently were blessed with an absolutely wonderful baby grandson. Aw, congratulations. Fantastic. Congratulations, indeed. Uh, we would like to start a 529 plan. Please verify if our understanding is correct. If one of us is the owner of the plan, the other is the successor owner, and our grandson is the beneficiary. Yeah. It's radio. Be. You can't just nod. You could, yeah, that's, that sounds good. Thank yep. you. Uh-huh. Okay, excellent. <laughs> that, so far, so good. Does that mean all of the funds in the new 529 plan will be excluded from calculations for the FAFSA application form? Uh, Yes, until the child starts to use them. Ah, very good. So they will show up as income if the child uses them. Right, because if it were the child's parents, Mm -hmm. then they would have to be reported as the child's parents' assets, which then get factored into federal financial aid eligibility but because it's the grandparents it, they own it and until the grandchild receives any of that money it's not showing up on a FAFSA which leads nicely nice segue very very nice mm-hmm. Alyssa has no idea what this question no is. I don't know so, what comes so, next so, so she is so the segue is also also if that is excluded from FAFSA would it be better for the parents of our grandson to not open their own but to instead contribute to the one that we're opening for him Ah, uh, sure. Um, that the only downside to that would be that they wouldn't get the state tax, um, exclusion. Mm, Very good. Very, very good. If they're in the state of Pennsylvania, let's say they're making a $10,000 contribution to the 529 plan. If they do it themselves, they get a three and a half percent savings. Right. That's the tax rate, roughly. Yeah. Uh, they don't get it if they're making the contribution to a 529 plan owned by someone else? I actually, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking uh. that over. I don't know. Um, well, uh, there is certainly one downside. Number one, uh, the, the, the one that comes to my mind is that it's not your money. 
that uh, mom and dad are, are giving grandpa and grandma money mm-hmm. and it's no longer theirs. One of the advantages, one of the odd advantages of 529 plans is that you are giving money away and keeping it. Right. Uh, you you have for estate tax purposes, income tax purposes, you've given it away, but you're still owning it. Yeah. So you can 20 years from now take it back. Yeah. So you have a lot of control. So if mom and dad of the new baby give grandma and grandpa the money, Yes, it may help out on the FAFSA form. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure if if they can still claim. Maybe they still can claim it for a state tax exclusion. I, I, okay. I asked the question because I don't. So if Diane, if that were her real name, uh, were to text us and let us know whether if I make a contribution to a 529 plan owned by someone else, yeah, can I still take the Pennsylvania deduction? Okay, that would be good to know. Yes. Uh, in addition. Do you have any other helpful thoughts about 529 plans? Um, yeah. So touching on what we referenced before about the um, grandchild using the money, then it becomes um, part of their assets, if you will. Mm. Uh, when it comes to the FAFSA specifically, mm. um, it helps to defer use of the 529 plan if you can mm. um, till after the first year, second year of school, um, because then it, you'll get you could get more aid in the beginning. So mm. it, it it depends obviously on the whole equation. How much is school going to cost? Mm. How much is in the five twenty nine plan? How much of it do you need right now? I mean, if you need to use it freshman year, you use it freshman year. And if there's going to be enough to cover all four years, you use it all four years. But let's just say the five twenty nine plan only has enough to cover two years of school. If you wait until junior and senior year to use it, you might be eligible for more aid freshman and sophomore year before that um, money is showing up on your record as being available to you. So that's one strategy Mm. to keep in mind. Um, You know, again, it all depends on all those factors, but um, that's something that's good to know. Of course, we've talked in the past about how Let's say that grandson doesn't go to college. He learns a trade and he starts his own uh, plumbing company and he doesn't need it for education. But you've been blessed with a granddaughter in the meantime. You can change the beneficiary of that account to someone else Mm -hmm. who can still use it for educational purposes and there's no harm done there. It's still all available for tax-free educational expenses. Um, Yeah, so that's good to know too. And if no one needs to use it. You can take the money out, but you have to pay tax on the earnings and a 10% penalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a bad gig at all. First of all, as Alyssa has already said very well, congratulations, mm-hmm. new grandbaby. That's fantastic. Um, I have not yet experienced that. That may be in my future. So that would be kind of fun. I do have, uh, I've now identified five, uh, <laughs> two in Pennsylvania and three in uh, North Carolina, three uh, young women um, of just exemplary uh, character that uh, I would consider my surrogate granddaughters. Mm-hmm. Uh, snarky on occasion. Yep. Uh, got, got a little sass to them. Sure. As you would expect. You wouldn't have it any other Not way. Not any other way. It's mm-hmm. exactly right. Uh, so uh, congratulations on, on the, the exciting part, the, uh, the family part. And what you're doing on the 529 is just wonderful. It's just a wonderful thing. There are lots of wrinkles around 529s, but they're almost always good. 
And uh, Alyssa alluded to one in terms of, well, what if 20 years from now the grandson's saying, hey, I'm not doing it. I'm going in the military. Leave the money there. There's no, uh, it, it never expires. Mm-hmm. So young man decides to go in the military, spends four or five years uh, in uh, serving our country, comes down and says, now I would like to go to school. Great. Money's still there. Or spends a career in the military and has his own family. You can change the 529 to your great-grandson. How cool would that be? <laughs> Have money that's already been cooking for 20 or 25 years and then gift it. Or to my son. <laughs> uh, or my daughter. Hey, you know, we uh, are accepting 529 plans. <laughs> nice. I'll make a note of that. Uh, ho- hopefully the uh, SEC is not listening. She was kidding. She was totally kidding. She was totally kidding. <laughs> it was a joke. If you, uh, actually, the only thing she wants, uh, Alyssa wants from you right now is to make sure that uh, Andrew's book arrives That's right. before Christmas. Like if you could go get it from Shutterfly. And Shutterfly. I'm here to pick up the Andrew Young book. Uh, <laughs> just put it in the back of the car. It's awesome. It's, <laughs> are they allowed to look at it before they bring it? Or kind of? If they're really careful with it. Very careful. Don't be doing this... Uh, I was eating my McDonald's on the way in the car and then something slopped onto the book. That would be a bad idea. Six ones. uh, No, no, no. How much time do we have? Yeah, we're not going to take any more calls. Um, If you have questions that you would still like answered today, email works fine. Alyssa, A-L-Y at at askmtm.com. Gene, G-E-N-E at askmtm.com. Uh, Diane just texted me. I'm so sorry about the applesauce. No. Why no. do text streams sometimes jump up to the top? I, yeah. I don't know. I think it's like if you accidentally bump somewhere on a screen, it like scrolls up. And She's I, it's very annoying. sorry about the applesauce. No, I, that's not what That's that not the question? It, no. Uh, researching, <laughs> not finding anything quickly. But we'll uh, we'll bring she, that back. Diane well, was researching the question about contributing to someone else's five twenty nine plan. If you could still get a state tax, I will bring that back next week. Okay, because you're not going to be here. Okay. Merry, then I should say Merry Christmas to everyone since well, I won't get to should. speak to you before Christmas. Well, you can call in. Yeah, you're just not allowed to be here. Okay, because you got stuff to do. I do actually. I'm hosting. Christmas. See, I did. I knew that. I was. I was being very psychotic. <laughs> Thank I mean, psychic. You. Thank I, you. I'll miss y'all. But he's right. I do have a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> Speaking of stuff to do, you have a lot of stuff to do, and I know you got lots going on with mm-hmm. the holidays and Christmas is coming up, mm-hmm. and it's really, really important. But if we can be of assistance to you from a financial standpoint, or gosh, any other way, all you have to do is ask. You can reach out directly to Alyssa with her email, A-L-Y-S-S-A at askmtm.com. You can go directly to Gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com. You can go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com. And, of course, you can go old school. You can call directly into the More Than Money World Headquarters in the Holy Lands between Bethlehem and Nazareth, 610-746-7007. 610-746-7007. Folks, thanks for being part of the show. If you're going to be at the Children's Home of Easton, make sure you say hello to me. I'll be the good-looking one, not Bobby Gunther Walsh. I'll be the good-looking one. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll see you next week on Christmas Eve right here on More Than Money. I